predicted input of uncultured fungal symbionts to a lichen symbiosis from metagenome-assembled genomes. Abstract. Basidiomycete yeasts have recently been reported as stably associated secondary fungal symbionts of many lichens, but their role in the symbiosis remains unknown. Attempts to sequence their genomes have been hampered both by the inability to culture them and their low abundance in the lichen thallus alongside two dominant eukaryotes, an ascomycete fungus and chlorophyte alga. Using the lichen Electoria sarmentosa, we selectively dissolved the cortex layer in which secondary fungal symbionts are embedded to enrich yeast cell abundance and sequenced DNA from the resulting slurries as well as bulk lichen talus. In addition to yielding a near-complete genome of the filamentous ascomycete using both methods, metagenomes from cortex slurries yielded a 36 to 84-fold increase in coverage and near-complete genomes for two basidiomycete species, members of the classes cystobasidiomycetes and tremelomycetes. The ascomycete possesses the largest gene repertoire of the three. It is enriched in proteases, often associated with pathogenicity, and harbors the majority of predicted secondary metabolite clusters. The basidiomycete genomes possess around 35% fewer predicted genes than the ascomycete and have reduced secretomes, even compared with close relatives while exhibiting signs of nutrient limitation and scavenging. Furthermore, both basidiomycetes are enriched in genes coding for enzymes producing secreted acidic polysaccharides, representing a potential contribution to the shared extracellular matrix. All three fungi retain genes involved in dimorphic switching, despite the ascomycete not being known to possess a yeast stage. The basidiomycete genomes are an important new resource for exploration of lifestyle and function in fungal-fungal interactions in lichen symbioses. Introduction Culture-independent molecular methods have been a game-changer for working with mutualistic symbioses, which are often recalcitrant to laboratory experimentation. Not only have such methods led to the discovery of previously unknown symbionts, they have also permitted us to explore their functional potential. Lichen symbioses were long considered to consist entirely of a fungus and one or two photosynthesizing partners, usually a chlorophyte alga and or a cyanobacterium based on what could be interpreted with confidence using, using traditional microscopy. Despite evidence of additional associated microbes, including both bacteria and fungi, from culturing studies as early as the 1930s, it was only through shotgun sequencing that the stable and constant association of Basidiomycete secondary fungal symbionts, or SFSs, was discovered in lichen symbioses, especially those formed 
by members of the Ascomycete family Parmeliaceae. These partners had not only evaded previous detection by culturing, but also by amplicon sequencing with common primers. The inability to isolate secondary fungal symbionts has not only made them hard to detect, it has also left their relationship to the lichen difficult to test. In the lichen system in which they were first detected, the Brioria tortuosa symbiosis, their abundance correlated positively with the visible production of the secondary metabolite vilponic acid in the shared extracellular matrix between the core ascomycete symbiont and the yeast. The close association with a secondary metabolite and the tight integration of yeasts into the extracellular matrix led us to hypothesize a role in contributing to secondary metabolism and or in secreting polysaccharides into the extracellular matrix. Perhaps not exclusive of these possibilities, other authors have suggested that secondary fungal symbionts may be parasites. The two main groups of secondary fungal symbionts, members of the Basidiomycete orders Cephobasidiales and Tremelales, were both known in lichens prior to their discovery as yeasts by the fertile hyphal forms. These are rare, but easier to spot than yeasts in the form of gall-like protrusions in lichen thalli. Their relationship to known mycoparasites has led others to suspect that they parasitize the core ascomycete symbiont. That being said, we are not aware of any direct evidence of mycoparasitism, such as fungal-fungal haustoria from lichen secondary fungal symbionts. We have, however, shown one of them, Tremala, to enmesh algal cells. It became evident in our original metatranscriptome study of secondary fungal symbionts that determining the nature of secondary fungal symbiont interactions with other members of the lichen system would not be trivial. In studies that have used raw mRNA extracts from whole lichens, the much lower cell abundance of the yeasts resulted in flow cell terminal space being swamped by cDNA from the more abundant core symbionts. The problem of core symbiont DNA driving down secondary symbiont coverage also manifests itself when sequencing metagenomic libraries. The ability to recover secondary fungal symbiont reads declines as less flow cell space is dedicated to a whole library and appears to stand in direct relationship to declining coverage of the core symbionts. For instance, when the ascomycete symbiont is sequenced at 5x coverage, secondary fungal symbionts may not be detected at all in many cases, even in lichen symbioses in which they are readily demonstrable at high frequency using endpoint PCR screening. Even if deeper coverage is obtained, other hurdles have stood in the way of assembling complete and comparable eukaryotic genomes 
from metagenomic samples. Although microbial eukaryotes constitute a significant fraction of biodiversity and have recently gained more attention, the recovery of high-quality metagenomic-assembled eukaryotic genomes has been limited by the bioinformatic challenges presented by the larger genome size and complexity. For example, repetitive regions and varied nucleotide composition. Solving these challenges could provide a powerful set, a powerful tool set to one, interrogate the lichen system both, both for other stably associated symbionts, as well as two, provide initial prognoses of the gene repertoires and potential complementarities of the genomes involved. The present study had two specific goals. First, we set out to obtain high-coverage genome assemblies for previously unobtainable low-abundance partners from wild lichen material. We accomplished this by sequencing a metagenome both from whole lichen material as well as from slurry derived from dissolved lichen, extra EPS. Second, we set out to predict the gene repertoires of the two secondary fungal symbionts associated in high frequency with the in vivo lichen and contrast them to the genome of the dominant fungal partner based entirely on metagenome-derived datasets. For this portion of the study, we focused on three aspects of their biology relevant for the lichen symbiosis. One, potential contributions of the secondary fungal symbionts to the lichen symbiosis, including production of polysaccharide matrix and secondary metabolites, nutrient scavenging, and lipid deposition. Two, trophic lifestyle of the secondary fungal symbionts and their relationship to the, quote, core fungus. And three, the detection of potential signal for mutualistic versus antagonistic interactions between the fungi and the symbiosis. The findings run up against new limitations but substantially extend our knowledge of the potential capabilities of the secondary fungal symbionts. Discussion. Our study is the first to provide genome annotations of secondary fungal symbionts in the lichen, and the first to compare and contrast the potential of primary and secondary fungal symbionts. The genomes of secondary fungal symbionts we describe here possess far fewer genes than the lecanoromycete and rank within the smallest 5% of the 1,737 sequenced fungal genomes to date. Though genomic data will ultimately need to be complemented with other lines of evidence, patterns of gene enrichment and secretion provide clear evidence of divergent function and inform previous hypotheses of lifestyle among the three fungi in the Alectoria lichen. These results are furthermore robust to the possibility of false absence of one of, or one, of one or few genes. 
two of the three mags are metagenome-assembled genomes. The lacanaromycete and cyphobacidium are over 97% complete. The tremala mag is only about 90% complete, but still within the threshold commonly used in metagenomics and high compared with other published eukaryotic mags. It is therefore unlikely that, for example, carbohydrate-active enzyme profiles of the fungi will significantly change. Subsection, potential contributions of the fungal partners. Even with these limitations, however, three clear patterns stand out from our comparison of the three genomes. First, our data are consistent with the theory that secondary fungal symbionts produce secreted polysaccharides that can contribute to the extracellular matrix. Most lichenaromycete-derived lichens possess alpha-1,6-mannins, a common product of ascomycetes, and our genomic data confirmed that these can be produced by the lichenaromycete it is, however, not clear if or to what extent alpha-1,6 mannins account for the extracellular matrix that holds fungal cells together in the form of a lichen. Acidic polysaccharides are known to be a part of this matrix based on histological studies. But acidic polysaccharides have never been experimentally assessed in lichens and are basically a black box. Of the secondary fungal symbionts, Tremella is closely related to species that produce copious, capsular, GXM-like polysaccharides characterized by possessing alpha-1,3 mannan backbones. Several genes have been identified as related to alpha-1,3 mannan capsule production in C. neoformans, and we found putative orthologs of all of these, not only in the Tremellamag, but also in the Cyphobasidia mag. Representatives of the same carbohydrate-active enzyme families, though not direct cryptococcus orthologs, are also found in the lichenaromycete. Interestingly, all three mags appear to code for genes that synthesize glucuronic acid, even though no lichenaromycete-derived polysaccharide with gluconaromycete glucuronic acid has been experimentally isolated. In summary, this suggests that both Cyphobacidium and Tremella produce GXM-like molecules, but that some yet-to-be-detected polysaccharides from the lichenaromycete may also carry acidic residues. Second, both second secondary fungal symbiont mags code for more phosphorus scavenging enzymes than the lichenaromycete, suggesting these fungi might play a role in lichen nutrient acquisition. Basidiomycete mutualists, in general, often provide this function to their plant partners, both in arbuscular and ecto ectomycorrhizal relationships. Phosphorus provision and potential phosphorus limitation is poorly understood in lichen systems, but notably, 
A. Sermentosa has been shown to be phosphorus limited under experimental conditions. Third and finally, our data clearly show that the lecanaromycete is a secondary metabolite cluster powerhouse of the Alectoria lichen. The close positive correlation of Cyphobacidium yeast abundance with an extracellular secondary metabolite, vilpunic acid, appear to suggest secondary metabolite production either directly as a product of the secondary fungal symbionts or as the result of an interaction between the fungi. Although we cannot address this specific secondary metabolite with the data from the Alectoria lichen, our data do appear to rule out the possibility that Cyphobacidium is producing PKS-derived, polyketide synthase-derived secondary metabolites, such as those that dominate the Alectoria lichen. However, it is not clear any of the secondary metabolite clusters in the lecanoromycete can be connected with certainty to the synthesis of a known product. Crucially, our data cannot resolve the question, first advanced by Ahmad Ahmadjian in 1993, in a fungal-algal context, whether lichen secondary metabolite precursors may be modified to form specific end products by mosaic pathways. There are precedents for secondary metabolite end products derived from an orsolenic acid precursor, as several of the Alectoria lichen secondary metabolites are to be produced only in co-culture of fungi and bacteria. Cyphobacidium was first detected in the Alectoria symbiosis, based on samples from Alaska British Columbia, and Sweden. In the present study, we confirmed the presence in high frequency of both Cyphobacidium and Tremala in Alectoria thalli in different geographic localities. This is the second lichen symbiosis after Letharia vulpina, in which we have found representatives of both of these genera co-occurring over a wide geographic area. Like in Letharia vulpina, we occasionally detected only one of the two symbionts in Alectoria. The similarity in their secretomes raises the intriguing possibility that they may be functionally redundant, which would be consistent with our finding of one secondary fungal symbiont, but not the other, in about one-fifth of the thalli sampled. The dimorphism wildcard. Of the three fungi in the Alectoria lichen, the two secondary fungal symbionts come from species groups known to routinely occur in both the hyphal and yeast stage, both of which can manifest themselves in a lichen thallus. The lichenoromycete is known to occur in the lichen symbiosis and by virtue of its sexual reproduction by ascophores is horizontally transmitted and therefore must have an aposymbiotic life stage. At this point, however, nothing is known about this stage, and the fungus that occurs in the lichen is filamentous. Recently, Wang et al. in 2020 confirmed dimorphism and the formation of a yeast stage, as well as the role of the PKA-CAMP pathway, P 
PKA cyclic AMP pathway in regulated dimorphic switching in the Lacanaromycete umbilicaria muhlenbergii. Our data show that the Alectoria lichen Lacanaromycete likewise possesses cellular machinery for dimorphic switching. While this does not allow us to establish whether dimorphic switching actually occurs, it highlights how little is known about the life stage between sexual sporulation and reestablishment of the symbiosis to form a new lichen. The gap in our knowledge about the aposymbiotic life stage for lichenoromycete lichen symbionts suggests that suggests we should use caution when trying to interpret the functions some of the genes the lichenoromycete mag codes for. The lichenoromycete mag codes for a suite of carbohydrate active enzymes targeting plant polymers. Some of these may occur in the algal cell walls. Cutin, by contrast, is, known, is not known from green algae. A qPCR-based study showed a predicted lichenoromycete cutinase ortholog to be expressed at similar levels in both axemic cultures and during co-culturing of the two dominant lichen symbionts. The lichenoromycete also possesses numerous features more usually associated with pathogenic fungi. It has more secreted proteases, lipases, and catabolic carbohydrate active enzymes than either of the secondary fungal symbionts, and is the only one that is predicted to produce toxins. Whether these enzymes are used to process secretions of the algal symbiont or are deployed in other settings remains to be tested. Finally, the lichenoromycete codes for far more secondary metabolite clusters than, has been than it has documented secondary metabolites, a situation similar to Cladonia uncialis. This suggests either that many secondary metabolites are synthesized in quantities below detection thresholds or, alternatively, in settings other than those that have been sampled. Subsection. Can genomic data reveal signatures of mycoparasitism? When describing Cyphobacidium as a new genus, Milanis et al. 2016 speculated that the fungus is in fact a mycoparasite on the filamentous lichenaromycete in lichens. This they inferred from the occurrence of Cyphobacidium in the phylogenetic vicinity of other presumed mycoparasites in the Puccinio-Mycotina. The presence of genes coding for beta-mananases in the Cyphobacidium mag strongly suggests that it may directly interact with plant cell walls, perhaps those of the symbiotic alga, at some point in its life cycle. Extrapolations regarding trophic relationships, such as mycoparasitism and their perpetuation in the literature, are common, but experimental evidence is scarce. Tremella letheriae, originally presumed to be a mycoparasite of the Lacanaromycete L. vulpina, has been shown to enmesh algal cells. Direct evidence of mycoparasitism, by contrast, has yet to be found in any lichen-associated Cyphobacidium or Tremella species, 
but studies to date have been limited. The use of genomic data to infer mycoparasitism is hindered by the fact that fungal-fungal interactions are far less studied than fungal-plant interactions. Like plant pathogens, mycoparasites use secreted lytic enzymes during host invasion, but studies to date have not been able to find a consistent genomic signature for this. For example, comparative genomic study did not show any enrichment in lytic enzymes in two mycoparasitic species within the Ascomycete class, Dothiodiomycetes. Although the genomes of three mycoparasitic Tremales, Neamatella encephala, Tremella fusiformis, and Tremella mesenterica have been sequenced, the molecular mechanisms of tremella host interactions remain undescribed. Hughes and Ruhl in 2011 hypothesized that ascorbate oxidase, present in genomes of several mycoparasitic fungi, including T. mesenterica, plays a role in suppressing fungal host defenses. We identified a putative ascorbate oxidase in the max of the lichenaromycete and tremella but not Cyphobacidium, when comparing six species of Tremales, Tremalales with different trophic strategies, including the lichen-associated Tremella from this study, and the three verified mycoparasites mentioned above. We found no clear trend in predicted secretome size, number of carbohydrate active enzymes, and number of proteases. Likewise, the number of enzymes potentially active of fungal, on fungal cell walls was similar regardless of ecology, and none could be shown to act exclusively on exogenous fungal polymers. Finally, nitrogen oxytrophy of tremella inferred from our data suggests tremella has a biotrophic strategy, but our data did not allow us to speculate whether it retrieves nitrogen from one of the fungal partners from the alga or from other sources. Subsection Outlook Our study is the first to provide complete genome assemblies for three fungal symbionts from metagenomic data. Until now, only one fungal symbiont has been assembled from whole lichen metagenomic DNA, the dominant lichenaromycete. Three innovations proved crucial. First, we employed warm water treatment of thalli to dislodge low-coverage symbionts from the cortex EPS, thereby driving up coverage relative to the otherwise dominant lichenaromycete. Next, we employed recently developed algorithms to assign eukaryotic DNA to bins. Most previous lichen metagenomic studies relied on the use of reference databases to bin their metagenomes. This allowed them to extract genomes similar to ones that already had been sequenced. Since no sequenced genome from the order Cyphobacidiales existed prior to our study, applying a reference-independent binning approach was crucial. Finally, we evaluated genome completeness based on phylogenetic relatedness. Taken together, these approaches opened the door to direct assessment of multiple eukaryote systems, whilst bypassing the challenge of isolating and culturing individual members. 
Our functional predictions for the three fungal genomes in the Alectoria lichen suggest that future experiments should focus on a possible role for yeasts in different water retention in differential water retention through secretion of GXM-like polysaccharides, as well as in phosphorus scavenging, which previous studies suggest could be important in the oligotrophic conditions in which the lichen grows in nature. Comparative studies combining assessment of yeast abundance with manipulation of wetting and drying cycles or provision of isotope-labeled nutrient precursors could be one way to answer these questions. Our predictions also suggest that more attention should be paid to the diverse pathogenicity factors secreted by the dominant fungus in the symbiosis, the lichenaromycete. RNA-seq data may reveal whether these are upregulated in initial contact with algal symbionts or whether they could play a role in the aposymbiotic lifestyle of the fungus.